Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, November 17th, 2020 on Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, people liked us wilding out on yesterday's show where we were a little <laughs> loosey-goosey and fancy-free. loosey-goosey. Yeah, I was uh, a little all over the place. But I mean, it's not the first time that's ever happened. So No, no, no. We normally at least try to be semi-professional on air, but I don't know what happened. Normally... Like, there's a reason for us acting goofy, but we, it was a Sunday night, yeah, eight exactly. months into the pandemic. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. It's it's true. Uh, we're very near a holiday, uh, and my vacation mm-hmm. time is coming up, and I can Same. feel it deep in my bones. So yeah. you, mentioned, you mentioned the Food Network, and my brain just collapsed in on itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a sight to be seen. Yes, I, I have some, uh, for the first time in literally years, I actually have some vacation days uh, coming up. Because normally when I do take vacation days, when I did it with Broadway World, it was like when I was in New York, which means I was yeah, like also seeing shows and busy. And, usual and all like that 17 stuff. shows in one day. Correct. So yeah, hardly a vacation. Yeah, you, you had a time turner or something like that. So. <laughs> I have a sonic, sonic screwdriver and a TARDIS at my disposal. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, it's it's bigger on the inside. But anyway, um, Dr. Doctor Who joke for people yeah. who aren't familiar. But we're nerds. Anyway, yeah, yeah, there you go. Anyway, so um, <laughs> let's get onto the news. But before we do, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. You know the drill. This week on Broadway, uh, participation shows before they air in the regular feed. All right, Ashley, today is a weird day, especially eight mm-hmm. months into the pandemic, because we actually have some news. And a it's like miracle. real news yeah. for the first time in a long time. And let's start with the Manhattan Theater Club's announcement of their 2021-2022 Broadway and Off-Broadway seasons. It will begin in the fall of 2021 with a Broadway premiere of the one-person show Lackawanna Blues, written, performed, and directed by Tony winner Ruben Santiago Hudson. Also in the fall will be the world premiere of Simon Stevens' new play, Morning Sun. The Off-Broadway run will feature... Four-time Tony winner Edie Falco, Tony winner Blair Brown, and Tony nominee Marin Ireland. The show will also be directed by Lila Neugebauer. Then in the spring of 2022 will be the previously announced Broadway revival of Paula Vogel's How I Learned to Drive, starring original company members Tony winner Mary Louise Parker, Tony nominees David Morse and Johanna Day, as well as Chris Myers, and former pandemic Broadway radio guest Elisa May Gold. And finally, at some point, point yet to be determined during the season. Obviously, um, what's going on with the world around us will probably dictate when this show will happen, but we will get the American premiere of Anchuli Felicia King's play Golden Shield, which will run off-Broadway as well and be directed by Danya Tamor. So, Ashley, little TLDR here. Yeah. MTC is announcing four shows for the 2021-22 season. Two are written by women. Two Two are directed by women, and Love two it. were um, were written by people of color, and one is directed by a person of color. Now, Love obviously, it once more. Yeah, that's not like seven shows. Those overlap, obviously, sure. but not a bad start for MTC, and all of the shows sound incredibly yeah. interesting. Um, I didn't give you the rundowns of the shows, but we will have the links in the show notes if you want to find out what they're all about. Uh, but it sounds like a pretty uh, strong season to me, hopefully, when and if... 
knock on wood, mm. Broadway comes back to uh, full strength. Yeah, someday, someday. Yeah, it's really nice to see. I mean, we've talked about so much as far as uh, in, in the past uh, X amount of months, I've lost track again, vacation days, TikTok, TikTok. Uh, but, you know, the, the last few months, especially as far as the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, we see you white American theater and everything like that as far as getting more people on the stage, more people of color on the stage and behind the stage and what that is going to hopefully look like when Broadway comes back and to have some of that makeup changed significantly more because it's been so abysmal. So Broadway and Off-Broadway, this looks like a really good start, at least. I'm really excited about all of Mm -hmm. these. Uh, Also, I gotta say, because this is amazingly kind of like specialty subject for me, it's not Lackawanna Blues, as you pronounce. It's Lackawanna. It's a a suburb of Buffalo. I know Lackawanna very well. Lackawanna. Lackawanna. Lackawanna, okay. New York. Lackawanna Blues. It's going to be really yeah. embarrassing when it finds out it has nothing to do with Buffalo, and it really is Lackawanna. Incorrect. But, uh, <laughs> it's written by, uh, it's centered Ruben in Lackawanna, Sun- so. Okay. All right. Fight me. <laughs> no, I, I will defer um, you. To, to you on all things upstate. As a, oh, Western New York, please. How dare Whatever. you. Whatever. Same you. It's all the same. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, the other Broadway news that we got on Monday was the announcement from The Minutes, um, which actually had started performances at the Court Theater on Broadway before the shutdown. Uh, they announced that they would be relocating to a theater to be named later and looking to reopen in March of 2022. The Tracy Letts show actually began loading out on Monday so that the Schuberts could finally begin the long-awaited renovations of the Court Theater. Now, actually, I believe that the announcement of these renovations actually predates you here on Today on Broadway. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, because I distinctly remember... James and I on an episode discussing the blueprints, uh, and it's going to include the neighboring property, which is going to add some extra rehearsal space and, uh, and dressing rooms, including some, uh, like a reception room as well. And, uh, that'll all be in addition to both internal and external renovations. The minutes producers said that in announcing that their intentions were to return on March 20 or on March 15th of 2022, that they are hoping that they can keep the star-studded cast intact uh, for when the show finally does make it back to Broadway. Now, you'll remember it was um, written by Tracy Letts and directed by Anna D. Shapiro, but had an incredible mm-hmm. cast, including the aforementioned uh, Blair Brown and uh, Tracy Letts, but also featured Army Hammer, Jesse Mueller, um, Austin Pendleton, and more. So yeah. um, this one's kind of had a cursed existence coming to Broadway. It was originally announced <laughs> for, for like the 2018-19 season, and then it just never yeah, happened. Yeah, and and then it finally gets to Broadway, Tracy and then Letts the world had, blows up. Yeah, Tracy Letts had come, kind of uh, you know come up few years there, where it was completely inevitable that the minutes would actually be produced finally. So now it's just another waiting, another period of just sitting around waiting to see what happens. Did was there initially for the court? Was there an expected, um, you know, finalization of when renovations would be done. No, because they never actually said when they were going to do it. They, ha- I right. think, if I recall correctly, okay. James and I talked about there had to be all of these like permits and all these things that had to be done, and they finally got okay. it. And so we, I always just had on my 
database calendar, which is completely worthless at this point. Um, like <laughs> yeah. when, when this current show at the court ends, maybe they're going to start renovations. And it was like four shows happened during that time. Um, and it just never seemed to happen. But obviously right now is the perfect time to do it. Sure. Um, it seems like things are, are getting back to a point where you can do construction in New York City, um, you know, legally with and not having to worry about mm-hmm. social distance or all whatever all that stuff is. Um, so this is a great time to do it. So hopefully they'll be able to get it all done in time so that it doesn't miss too, too many potential Broadway shows. Cool. In the uh, in the house. Yeah. All right, Ashley, let's move on to some other news. And we're going to start with a story that I normally wouldn't mention, but I figured it might interest specifically you. <laughs> Thank you. Because we, on we, Thursday... We, we do this show uh, specifically for me, actually, to make, sure I I, to make sure I don't miss any news. Yeah, I'm not sure that anybody else listens. But anyway, um, <laughs> on this coming Thursday, we will be able to watch the free virtual gala from the New York Philharmonic. It will feature Katie Couric, Renee Fleming, Josh Groban, John Lithgow, Emma Thompson, John Williams, and uh-huh. Stephen Joshua Sondheim. Yes, indeed. Following the premiere on Thursday, the broadcast will be available through December 1st. And so far, the gal has already raised $1 million for New York Phil. But as I said, the broadcast is free. Um, the... Gala presentation will feature newly filmed and previously captured performances by Philharmonic musicians that, that while they are doing works by Bernstein, Beethoven, Elgar, Julie Wolf, and New York Philharmonic very young composer Cameron Cohen. Next up, on Sunday night, Lin-Manuel Miranda and the Disney Plus capture of Hamilton both took home People's Choice Awards. Lin for Drama Star of 2020, which is ironic because what he was being awarded for happened Mm -hmm. in 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Hamilton won for Best Dramatic Film of the Last Year. Now, the host of that broadcast on the E! Network was Demi Lovato, who I still think, Demi Lovato, sorry, who I still think should play Alphaba in the Wicked movie mm. and would also be fantastic um, as Angelica in, in Hamilton at some point. But that's just would me. Love I'm a, that. Yeah. What's funny is, is I probably couldn't name a song by Demi Lovato, but I'm say, still a big a fan. Are you a big Demi Lovato fan as you, you seem to be? You know where I, f- I mean, I, I've always like known, I, I mean, I know she did the Frozen thing and like I know Demi Lovato and I know her story and the struggles that she's been through, but yeah. really the first time that I actually saw her like perform in earnest, and this is soups embarrassing, was on one of the latter seasons of Glee where she had a multi-episode yep. <laughs> guest run yep. um, alongside Adam Lambert, I believe, if memory serves. That's uh, but I thought she was right. very compelling. Like, I thought she was great. I mean, I, I've always known she has a great voice. It's not necessarily my style of music, but like, sure. she's she's got a killer voice. So I would love to see her do a musical, whether that's on Broadway or on a movie or TV or whatever, because there's lots of musicals popping up everywhere. So I'd love to see her do one. I was going to say, put her in a live, like one of the network live things, at least. Yeah. If ABC ever does one, she's got a long history with with Disney. um, Let her, let her do something. I'm all for that. Uh, finally in this section, according to Deadline, speaking of movie musicals, the upcoming film version of The Prom, in which Meryl Streep apparently raps, as if we didn't get enough of that in Into the Woods, um, <laughs> Meryl, James Corden, and Joe Ellen Pellman, 
um, will, who plays Emma, will be submitted for lead categories in the awards season, while the rest of the ensemble will be pushed for supporting slash feature categories. Of course, I mentioned that, uh, that that's not unusual. That is actually right. how the yeah. rules broke down uh, in the Broadway production as well. Correct. But nonetheless, very, very excited. I've heard, I'm starting to hear good things about yeah. it. So, yeah. I'm optimistic. I'm crossing my fingers and crossing all appropriate appendages. <laughs> I'm staying optimistic as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into the recommendations. We have three of them. The first one is from the Lilius White and Seth Rudetsky concert on Sunday night, which is now available on demand. The great and the good Lilius White sings The Oldest Profession uh, from mm. her Tony winning role in The Life. So check that out. Secondly, we got the... Per, the the trailer premiere for the new movie musical in quotes uh Estella Scrooge um which we've talked about before this is a new spin on uh a Christmas carol that will feature that actually stars Betsy Wolf as a descendant of uh Ebenezer Scrooge it comes from Tony winner John Caird and Paul Gordon um if you've seen some of their other stuff, like I'm a little suspect of this, oh. but anyway, um, Clifton Duncan what else is have in they it. done, honestly. Like, um, John Kerr did like, um, I think, uh, what, what was some of those other shows? Like they do a lot of those. They actually honestly do a lot of like streaming shows. And I don't remember who, which one is which. And I'm not, I'm speaking off the top of my head. So some of these could be wrong, but like obviously Paul Gordon did Jane Eyre on Broadway. Uh, right. But then some of those like the, the Pride and Prejudice musical and like a bunch of like, um, uh, Jane Austen musicals. Yeah. I, I think some of them have done and did, was John Caird involved in, um, um, um Daddy Long Legs? I could be wrong, but it's like, oh. I feel like John Kerr has a lot of these like musicals that are streamed in various weird platforms. Yeah, he uh, he has he did do Daddy Long Legs. I just looked it. That's up. what I thought. Yeah, James James's favorite show, as we have oh, long established. Oh, good. No, not not really. He absolutely <laughs> despises it. Anyway, um, also in addition to um, uh, Betsy Wolf, Clifton Duncan is in it. Lauren Patton, Patrick Page, Carolee Carmelo, uh, Danny Burstein, and more. Um, and what's interesting about this is that it was filmed completely in green screen. So even though it looks kind of like there are people mm. in the same room, they are not. Um, and it also involves a lot of other uh, Dickensian characters mixed into the story as well. Interesting. All right, Ashley, the final recommendation I'm going to turn over to you for okay. the most part. <laughs> okay. Because um, as I've mentioned this show before, I do another podcast that airs on Thursdays over in the Land Grant Holy Land podcast yeah. feed where we kind of talk about sports, but we don't. But last week, my co-host Tia Johnston and I discussed the TikTok and how we are both uh, obsessed with yes. the TikTok. Yeah. Um, and and this is something that I'd heard about on the TikTok, but I hadn't seen yet. And then you actually sent this yeah. over and said this needs to be a recommendation. So <laughs> please, please explain. I was really surprised, honestly, because I know you love the TikTok so much that mm -hmm. you hadn't gotten a chance to watch through it yet. Yeah. As I learned from a tweet by Hank Green on Monday, there's something going around who right I, now. Who I, fo who I follow on TikTok. See? <laughs> see? See? 
I don't yeah. even follow Hank Green on Twitter, and I still saw the tweets about this. So apparently what's been happening is somewhat in jest, like at least started somewhat in jest, but has now become like legitimate. Uh, a bunch of people have come together to create Ratatouille the musical and bringing everybody on board. So any, like any kind of, any composers, any, you know, scenic design, anything anyone wants to submit, uh, graphic design for playbills. And it's now just become like this huge undertaking where people are writing really good songs, like really good. Uh, there's like, uh, one called the Ratatouille Tango, which uh, is like, where Colette is teaching uh, what's his name Linguini uh, how Mm -hmm. to cook and it's just it's so so good the vocals are amazing and there's a lot of that there's another song that's another kind of training video like that that even included choreography there's been design submissions from like shoebox musicals Uh, there's been a playbill design there's been the act 2 finale written it's just I'm really kind of obsessed with what's happening. This is uh, something that happens a lot on TikTok. There was one musical. I've seen stuff before, but I haven't seen it to like this level before. Well, there was the the one that I've seen that that is most similar to this, and I'm going to get part of it wrong, but it has something to do with like a man and a woman breaking up in a uh, in a grocery store, and like the guy who started it starts singing like the man's line and invites a woman to add in like her line. So then she adds in a line and then like somebody else adds in like the man's gay lover's line to the song. And then Uh, somebody adds in, I see this adds in. Yeah. Like a, like the check, the, the, you know, like the cashier in the checkout lane, adding a line into the song. And then like the couple's kid adds a line and then, and they all is beautifully done because it's all harmonies and overlapping stuff and very much playing into musical theater, modern musical theater, melodic tropes. Um, it's very, very good. Um, so as um, we've, we've, my dad and I have kind of had this saying because my dad is generally the one that sends me the most TikToks on it on any given Cute. day, believe it or not. Love that. Um, different, not this kind. He sends me different things, but we often <laughs> say there's some really funny people on the internet. Like there's just some really talented people folks and really funny folks out incredible. there. Incredible. Yeah, this is this is just another example, and I have not watched this. Although I've seen the thing that mm. I saw was the tweet about the playbill. I yeah. saw the playbill for it, so I'm excited to the go through and watch is, uh, a the bunch. Playbill of these. is gorgeous. I'm kind of like, can I get a full window card design of that and just have that <laughs> anyway? Yeah, you probably can. I would, yeah, I'd um, kind of love it. <laughs> I'm about I'm, ready I'm to. Little... I'm about ready to buy Ratatouille the musical uh, merchandise for my apartment. That's great. I think they're calling it. Ratatouzical, actually. Oh, uh, Ratatouzical. I love it. I'm a little disappointed <laughs> that Robbie didn't do the uh, playbill design. Come on, but also, Robbie. Also, James, if you're listening, RatatouilleTheMusical.com, do you own it? Because you should. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of need that right now. Yeah. Absolutely. If you have any great musical theater TikToks, I follow a bunch of musical theater people and not like, I mean, I follow famous musical theater people on TikTok, but like, there's just some great, like, up and coming musical theater performers, students, yeah. um, writers. There's some great yeah. stuff. I mean, that's part of it too, that has become like this big thing in Ratatouille slash Ratatouille the musical is that it's a, 
you know, students are kind of theater students are living through what may be the worst time that they certainly the worst time that they faced so far for the industry, but hopefully the worst time that they'll face. And they've just got this outlet that they're getting to create something, and that's really nice to see. Yeah, positively. All right, Ratatouille, two TikTok, two musical. Um, no, that didn't work. I thought it would work better it really, than it did. It really didn't at all. Hopefully no, that will be the show that opens the court when it's back up. <laughs> oh, no. You need a much bigger house for that Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Getting a little weird here at the end. So uh, look, we're, we're, look. Bring, it, bring it some of that energy from Monday's show over. But anyway, Always that is all that we have, weird. everybody. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. How about on uh, TikTok? I was going to say, handle? and also perusing the TikTok for more ratatouzical <laughs> material. I do not personally have a TikTok, but as I've told you before, I'm, because it always shows up on my Twitter, Exhibit A, uh, I'm always yep. watching the TikTok. I, I do have a TikTok. It's just I BWB Matt, but I have never and don't plan to ever post anything I mean, what's gonna be your submission to ratatouille <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be reading the opening night uh review roundup nice is what I'm be doing. nice there you go anyway everybody <laughs> thank you for <laughs> listening to uh today's show have a wonderful tuesday and we will talk to you tomorrow